Yo, what up? It's your boy Munchie Zell Hefe. Um, you can follow me on social media on Instagram as Munchie Zell Hefe, on YouTube, Munchie Zell Hefe, and on Facebook as Life of Pablo. And y'all already know I'm rocking with Michelle C and Candid Kisses TV. Here we go. It's the Jill of All Trades, Michelle C, aka DJ Make a Move. She cute. Your host of Candid Kisses TV everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candy kisses, blown away. Candy kisses, TV for tomorrow today. Man, throw that all through on that bitch. That you sound like Teddy Payne. It's your boy, Talon, baby. Michelle and Candy kisses TV. Well, my girl, Michelle, please don't take it personal. Bruh, man, from the fifth floor. In the ATL, chilly with Candy Kisses TV. What's up, y'all? You're watching Candy Kisses TV. We're my whole girl, Michelle. Hello there. Have you asked yourself what you're missing? I have. It's Candy Kisses TV. <laughs> Girl Michelle C, aka DJ, make a move, the Jilla Ball Trace, and I'm back with another banger. Now, listen, you know what I gotta do each and every time about the same time. I gotta threaten you just a little bit. You know what it is. Subscribe now. I'm gonna tell you, Mama, act like she done raised you right. And you know how serious I am about it. I got to go ahead and let my Aquarius sisters let you know how real it is. I don't wanna fuck nobody up. No, 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 no. announcements are over we can go ahead and get into the regular schedule program i am bringing you another dope talent he has been ripping these comedy stages all over oh and he killing the social media game if you ain't seen the skit with him you missing it baby you you missing the, the, the laughter and the chuckles because it's gonna be a good time give it up for my boy munchies pew, 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 pew. Yeah, what up what up you got your own sound effects pew, 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 pew. you know that little razzle dazzle <laughs> so i'm gonna get in your business just a little bit yeah, now, I first good. learned about you, you know, on social media, Facebook, but then I actually got the opportunity to see your stand-up at one of Kelly Kell's rooms, and you ripped it. Listen, when did you know the entertainment? Well, was... Yeah, that was me. Yes, Don't get my yeah, baby, that was me. <laughs> What's up? When did you know that you wanted to be in the comedy field in the entertainment industry? Mm. Oh, this, 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 um, I actually, I've always loved watching comedies. I always loved watching. I'm more of an actor than a comedian at the time. But uh, I was working in a barbershop. I was working in a barbershop in New Jersey. And I was the only uh, Mexican in the, in the barbershop. It was full of blacks and Jamaicans and all kind of shit. Yeah. And, you know, we would always joke around. We would always joke around. So I grew up predominantly in a black neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So it was no Latinos for me. It was just all... Black folk, like I integrated. This is what I cultivated with. This is who I broke bread with. So it was just you either had to learn how to fight or you had to learn how to snap, and I had to learn both right away. Facts. Jokes, <laughs> and I had to learn how to get my hands up. So, um, so you know, I was quick with the comebacks. Um, and then the barbershop. You've been on barbershop. The barbershop is like you come in there. You know, there's jokes coming through you left and right. So, um, I was actually it was a promoter. Mm-hmm. who I was cool with, but he ended up getting into an, a bike accident. He, you know, mm-hmm. chopped his leg off. But he would always still come in with the same attitude and joke around. And one day he was just, he just kept picking. I'm like, look, bro, like, you don't want to, you don't want to do this. I'm going to hurt your feelings. Right, right, right. <laughs> and the barbershop was packed and we went in and I just, I just went in on his ass and everybody was like, yo. So he, he felt kind of, he felt some type of way. And he says, bro, I got $250. Say so you can't roast my comedian. 
I ain't I like groceries. Like, man, come on, man. So, you know, everybody was hyping me up like, oh, you better get that money, bro. Get that money. So they took us to a comedy show. I didn't know it was a comedy show. I'm just thinking we about to meet up with these people and just right. joke around. It's literally 300 people, my first comedy show. And I'm like, oh, shit. So, you know, we got a bottle of Henny. I'm drinking. The show about to start. They bring me up. Mm. And it was J.P. Justice. Is it oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. J.P. Justice. And I'm talking about me and him going back and forth. Bop, bop, bop. Before I went there, I was like, if I'm going to get clowned on, I'm going to make sure I have some brand new. I had like, I was fresh to death. Had right. to toe, brand new shoes, brand new. I had on some ACGs. I was like, look, ain't nobody going to come from the wardrobe. Right. I got all these fat jokes, but I got you. I got something for you. Right. And we was going back and forth. People thought I was an actual comedian. Mm. I get off stage. JP Justice was like, damn, bro, you funny as hell. You Mexican? I thought you was like Samoan or Asian. I was like, no, nah, I'm Mexican. Right, right. Bro, you you can hold your ground. Like, bro, you need to master this skill because you can relate to these people. Mm. And I'm like, shit, like, listen, man, you funny. So then, you know, I met up with my partner, Double D, Tyraney, who I just met that day. And, I, you know, they was like, you funny as hell. Where you from? I was like, oh, I'm from up the hill. I'm in, I'm in East Orange. You know what I'm saying? I cut hair right here. It was like, like, and then JP Justin was like, y'all should connect. Yeah. I should do stand-up. So then after that, my second show, mind you, I killed this one. And my second show was with Wendy Williams when she was doing stand-up in Times Square Comedy. Wow. And she was on the radio stations at the time. So okay. Sean, I mean, the guy was her assistant. I remember him. Right. So I went in Times Square. I did my thing there. Then my third show, I did it with Talent, Talent the Comedian. Yeah. And I slipped up and I said the N-word. Uh-oh. Because I got too comfortable. And then the, right. I, I, I had them roll until I got to that part in the comedy room. Oh, you know, they'll turn up like, hey, wait a minute now. Are you one of us? Or wait a minute, what's going on? They <laughs> and when they dropped, Talent was like, oh, shit. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I got into it with a chick. She clown, and I'm like, Yo, like, what are you talking about? Talent comes out and saves the day. He was like, come on now, man. He Mexican, but he clearly one of us. Like, look how he talk. Like, he, right, right, like, right. he come on now. He ain't mean in no malice way, no no way, no shape or form. Yeah. So, and, he, you know, Talent, an OG up top. You know, mm-hmm. he an he a OG. So he was like, yo, you know, you, it's cool. You with your homies and you're doing all that. But when you right. out here, you got to be easy. You, know, you can tell your stories, but be, be, be mindful people not going to like a lot of shit you say. So you right. know, be mindful of what you're saying. So I'm glad, you know, he didn't, I, I'm glad he didn't do what the crowd did to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He educated me. Cause remember yeah. I'm a kid from off the old block and I'm, you know, connecting with my peoples like this, but right. that's not how the world going to see it. Yeah. The world don't view it like that. And you got, you yeah. do have to be mindful of the yeah. audience, no matter how hard it is. Cause I, I look, I, I've been a victim of saying some stuff I ain't supposed to say, because like I, I have, different races in my family and I'll be sitting there right with my black cousin that has a white mama and I might say some stuff about his white mama. Yeah. yeah, I'd have been there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, that was like, that was, uh, you funny, right? but educate yourself. And that, and that's when I was like, so I had to make a choice. I was like, yeah, you know what? I love this comedy shit. So yeah. So that's when I was like, I want to be a comedian. Yeah. Well, that's good. The fact that you was able to get on a stage and not like, you didn't have any nerves at all. Cause it was just like a challenge to you at first time. Mm-mm. How you get wait a minute now? That's different. Every comedian that I know, no matter if they are vet in the game, new to the game, they always like, oh man, yeah, I was nervous. Must you wasn't nervous at all. I was I, I wasn't nervous for the crowd. I was nervous of the fact of uh like like I hope I, they don't want me to tell jokes. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Because I was snapping, but it wasn't like you know how people get nervous and like freeze. I've seen people get nervous. Like, yes. are funny off stage and get on stage and just, like, drop, like, bomb. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't in that state. I was more like, man, I hope these motherfuckers don't want me to tell, like, you know, like, because comedians, they tell stories and jokes. And I wasn't, right. I wasn't prepped for that. I was prepped of snapping on somebody. So I'm thinking we about to meet up with somebody. They <laughs> right. film, and, you know, we like, you know, like, like some old rap battle shit. That's what I was expecting. I wasn't right, expecting right. 300 motherfuckers. <laughs> So, so it, and the crazy thing was the comedy club is literally across the street from a cemetery. Oh, so, wow. <laughs> so, so, you, like, so if you ball, easily. <laughs> we got to bury you with the casket. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 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 
when did you start getting into the skits? Like, like the social media thing has changed the game for comedy, period. Oh, so yeah, when yeah. did you like get into the social media and say, let me start trying to see how this works? Um, well, actually, I was doing social media in Jersey like, in 09, 08. So this is before Vine or, or Instagram was out. It was, um, I was part of, uh, I was filming with a lot of people. So I saw a lot of comedians doing their thing. And I remember going onto YouTube. I forgot what show it was. It was, a, it was, it was somebody they were doing, it, uh, it was a, a white group. They were doing like, uh, stories. Okay. So it's like, eh, it's not really funny, but I was like, I see the vision. I saw the vision. I was like, right. oh, this is dope. So I was going around telling all my peoples in Jersey, like, bro, like, you that funny joke, I, I can film it and we can bring it to life. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking about in 08. So mm. like, we can bring it to life. So a lot of people were in that mentality of, oh, I don't want to put my jokes online because they're going to yeah. steal my shit and da 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 so it's like I'm like, bro, but it's it's bigger, bro. Like it's your joke. You're you're, you're gonna act it out, like, right? You know what I'm saying? So you can get your stamp on it. And, nah, because I want to right there when you act it out, yeah. And it's like, nah, I want to save it because you know I was like, so I was constantly chasing homies. It's like, and it was hard because up top, you know, a lot of comedians stick together, but they really don't. Mm-hmm. So everybody, every man for themselves. So it was like it. I was chasing a lot and trying to get people. So then I left Jersey and I came to Atlanta six years ago. Mm-hmm. I didn't know nobody. I wasn't like, I can't, it's like literally pick up, drop off with your family. I'm new here. What's the good? Yeah. So I went to the first comedy club. Uh, these guys wasn't rocking with me cause I was an out of towner. So I just started paying comedians to come out to one of my shows and I built and built and built and I was filming, but I didn't understand the value. I didn't understand the dynamics of social media where you got to post daily. Mm-hmm. Everyday thing. Right. So, you know, and mind you, when I moved down here, I got a job working on airplanes. And within three years, I became an aircraft engineer. So nice. you know what I'm I was working on I was working on government airplanes like for NASA and stuff like that. You know what I'm That's saying? Dope. So, um. But it was like I was filming skits and I was like, ah, one a week, two a week. And it's like, I'm playing these characters because I don't know nobody. So I'm in the countries and Big P and Uncle Chuko. And and then right before COVID hit, I got real cool. I was filming with my homegirl, Via Via Moore, but I got Mm -hmm. real cool with Robbie World. Robbie World was like, oh, you, bro, you a hard worker. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So Robbie World is what brought me into the, into the, to the skit world as far as like a known, Known, uh, known influence. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I've met him in passing. I haven't got a chance to chop it up with him, but he's a real cool dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, humble as hell, dope as fuck. Um, so he saw the hard work I was putting in, and he's like, he just took a gamble. Was like, I munch. He's like, let's get it. So right before COVID hit, we were rocking, and I'm like, oh yeah, I found the rhythm. And then Munchies took off. Mm-hmm. Munchies took off like this, but Robbie World came and just. Threw it up and we just we just started rocking, and then you know rocking with the rest of the influences. Now I, you know I know a lot of influences in Atlanta, so that's when I really took off. So actually, yeah, about two years ago, two yeah, years, about two years ago, right? Two years ago. Mm-hmm. Now you know what's funny? Like you, I know you was talking about earlier how um people were thinking that you were like Samoan or whatever, and I was like, I ain't gonna lie. The first time I think I saw one of your skits, I was like, oh, you look like a dude from La Rosa. <laughs> Well, Raza, yeah, 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 so munchies, yeah. Everybody <laughs> say he look like, like they say I look like uh, the dude from Friday. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm yeah. telling you, I'm working with those, man. Make that another skit, those work. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so, so it's basically, yeah, two years ago is when I, like, and it's crazy because I believed in myself so much, like, my job that I was working at, you know, like, you know, Cause I'm older, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. I was making, I was making good money, so I stacked up. You know what I'm saying. You know, for a rainy day. Gotcha. And once COVID hit, and I couldn't go to work because of like, you know, because I got sleep apnea, so you know, you don't want to get caught up in COVID. Um, I just started I rocking. I, I feel you. <laughs> so I started rocking heavy, like every day. Like I was like, yo, Rob, we like, bop, 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 bop. Right. we were just going in, going in, going in, going in. 
and uh, I quit my job. I quit my job. So, uh, you know, it got to the point where it, it got rough because, I, you know, I got four kids, a wife, you know what I'm saying? All my kids are from the same woman, you know what I'm saying? Been oh, happily yeah, married. Let's talk about it. Yeah, I've been happily married for over 16 years, known her for almost 20 years, you know what I'm saying? So just, you know, I'm happy in my relationship. I'm blessed to have her. I'm blessed to have my kids. But, you know, without her, it wouldn't be a me. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, she believed in me when she met me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, for her, to, I'm like, look, I'm just about to get rough out here. She was like, this is what you want to do? You love doing this shit? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mind you, you know, I was filming with a lot of different women, too. So it's right. kind of hard for a woman to see their man doing relationships kids with a lot of women. She's a secure woman, and apparently she is. But that's some, oh, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. You, 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 you see, she's secure. Okay. She's secure. She, she's, a, she's secure. I'm secure. So, you know what I'm saying? We we have a um like an understanding, like, yo, when this shit don't work, we communicate like, yo, something ain't right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and that's the good thing. We always we're always able to talk and you know what I'm saying? But without her, it ain't on me. You know what I'm saying? So without her, Robbie would have met Munchies. Nobody would have met Munchies without her. You know what I'm saying? She is the key factor in all of the of the pushing and like, all right, look, don't give up. You know what I'm saying? So she's been my rock. That's it. From from jump. So um um, damn, I forgot where I was going with this, but so yes, yeah, so you know, she's been my rock and she's pushed and and now you know I'm at where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? So now is you know, I'm I'm in another level of social media now. Now I'm about to go to the next level. So you know what I'm saying? So that's I've just been working hard. When you have a teammate and you can really just live out your dreams, that's a blessing because it's rare. It's rare where you can get have a teammate to be like, Yeah, I got you, go ahead and do your thing, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Candid Kisses TV is brought to you by Kissable Lips Cosmetics. You can't be kissed without kissable lips. Shop kissablelipscosmetics.com today for all your beauty needs. Well, if the entertainment uh, game was not, you know, your passion, I know you said you were doing the um, engineering. Is there any other thing that you'll be passionate about that you'll be doing if it wasn't the entertainment lane? Um, no, I, I love this, man. I love the acting as a kid. Like I said, uh, I, I get I get my style from a show called Chespirito. It's it's a, it's a Mexican televised program that it was like I think it started early seventies until this day. It's like a highly rated show. It's like literally, so you know, all of Central America, Brazil, Mexico, like I'm talking about like all those people, like it's like it's like a it's like a known home show. You know what I'm saying? So so he was my inspiration because it was a one Mexican dude that played eight, nine characters, and I just loved how he played the characters and mm-hmm. you you believed every character he became. You know what I'm saying? So I always watched it as a kid. My eyes used to light up when I see this. So he was an inspiration to the Munchies, the Big P, the da da da. Munchies is an inspiration. You know, I got family in Cali. When I went to Cali, they thought I was black. Like, yo, you trying to act like you black? I'm like, nah, bro, I'm really Mexican. <laughs> I'm from Carson. I'm from Carson, California. So I was just like, I did get an LA vibe when I first met you, Bill. I was like, oh, he ain't from LA. Okay, we're cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm from Jersey. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was raised in Jersey. Like I said, I, I didn't grow up with Mexicans. I literally grew up with all the homies on the block. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, going to Cali and visiting my cousins in the summertime, I would see shit and I would be like, oh, that's funny. That's funny. I'm like, bro, it's hot as hell out here. Why are you wearing a beanie? Like, you know what I'm saying? Right. So, you know, so it's me telling me my story of how I percept, perceive things. Yeah. Um, and then that's how Munchies came about. Um, and then, you know, being a big dude, you snacking all the time. People be like, damn, bro, you got the munchies? You high? I'm like, no, nah, I'm not fucking hungry. You just want to eat some shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I remember, uh, uh, this is a long, but this is a lo- another story. But when I came out of a situation, I came home, I couldn't go to work for like two months. And my wife was like, bro, like, just why don't you just film with yourself? Why don't you just create, you know, why don't you do that? that Mexican uh, character you do on stage. Cause I was, I was, I was joking about Munchies on stage before Munchies was even created. I just yeah. never gave him a name. 
Okay. You know what I'm saying? I never gave much as a name. And uh, in 2016, 2000, yeah, 2016, 2017, um, after my situation, me and my wife just sat there and was like, shit. I was like, I'm gonna get some weed and shit. Oh, you got the munchies. And mm-hmm. I was like, and it clicked because I'm like, oh, a lot of people were munchies. Yep. Munchies hits. And then <laughs> yeah. came, munchies came to life. And now after that, it, that was it. That was it was over. It was crazy because as Big P, I never popped. Mm-hmm. You know, Big P never popped. Okay. Munchies came in, it was like overnight, like, oh, that's it, that's it, Munchies, that's yeah, it. I mean, there's so many different things you can do with just that. Yeah, of course, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So that took off. And then, but the funny thing is, that took off, but it, it got stagnant to a minute, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I, I built an audience um, for the youth. And I'm, and you know, and I love the youth, don't get me wrong, you know what I'm saying? I love the youth. But I needed to create content of like-minded people. You know right. what I'm saying? So, and that's where Jordan Jackson comes in. You know, that's a brother from another mother right there. Mm-hmm. You know, Robbie World and Rob, Robbie World and Jordan Jackson are like brothers from another mother to me because, like, they really took their time and, like, was like, they saw and they believed in me to yeah. a point. You know what I'm saying? Like, these people, I didn't have to ask. They was like, bro, you dope. Look, come here. Let me, let me put, you know what I'm saying? Let me show you the ropes. Like, yo, post every day. You know what I'm saying? Do this, do that. So, like, you're learning from them. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy because I'm older than them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm older than one of them. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> but them putting on game and they being in life where I wanted to be. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But they went through the same struggles. And, you know, we all got the same story. You know what I'm saying? We all been through some stuff. You know what I'm saying? We all been through some shit. And shit is, hasn't been easy. Nothing's been handed down. Um, but when you're around people that are genuine, you right. know what I'm saying? And, and they in this position where not only are they already leveled up in life, but they look at you and they're like, oh, bro, like, well, you know, there's a helping hand. You right. feel me? And it was, it was dope because these cats, like, literally, I could say, like, they, they put me on. You know what I'm saying? I can't. Yeah, I, mean, you know, I talked to uh, Jordan a couple of days ago. Like, I've been knowing him for years, but it's like, tell, like, hey, bro, come on. let me. I'll get in the ski with y'all. Let's, let's do it. But you know how people be, I'm busy. I'm going to do We're going to get to it. But I'm just like, oh, bro, listen. y'all don't teach a social media class. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you some free game. Teach a social media class. You know how many people will sign up? You know how much extra money you can make off of teaching how to make, how to, you know, do it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm still learning the game, like, to, but learning how to do it and the algorithm, all that, you better teach that class. I'm telling but you. It, it, it's really it, like, Everybody thinks it's like a special recipe to do this. It's no special recipe. I'm gonna be hundred percent honest with you. It's not a it's not a it's not a class that you have to take. It's literally creating content on a daily basis. You know what I'm saying? It's like look, because I've been around them. All it is, the only class you would probably need to to take is an editing class. This is an editing class. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's literally like because like I said, when Jordan Jackson, when Jordan Jackson was like, bro, you know. Bring it to Facebook. I'm mm-hmm. like, all right, shit, let's get it. It's like, yeah, look, but look, you got to clean it up. Clean it up. Like, but that's he, the only sauce he gave me. What you just said is sauce that people don't know to do. Like, even though, like, yeah, you do know how to have to do the editing and you have to, you know, learn. Oh, but that's the, biggest, that's the biggest, that's the biggest thing right there. But if, if you're a person, if you're a person that can't have a conversation with somebody without right. cussing or being hood or being, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. And like literally, like if you can't, if you find it, like I work with people that like curse up a storm. As soon as we start filming, I'm like, damn. Mm. Don't don't get it wrong. I got a sailor's mouth. I'm right. not saying I'm perfect, but I know how to switch them gears. Like, oh yeah, we everybody know how to code switch. And you, if you had a job, I'm, no, I'm talking about like switch. Like I'm talking <laughs> about, I can go from damn, to like oh, like I can switch, right. And that's that's something that not everybody has. And then I, I I'm talking about five, six, seven takes in, you still doing the same thing, and it's like Yeah. So it's hard, you know what I'm saying? It's hard for that individual because this is something they've been their whole life. So mm-hmm. how can you turn that off? And there's a lot of people that are talented that like curse up a storm and they, you know, what can you say? So it's like, and we don't have time to I only have time for people that like, you're catching up a storm, and I'm like, all right, action, and you switch. I'm like, oh, you got it. Come on, let's go. Mm-hmm. 
When I'm start doing skits or whatever, like when I'm working people that's really doing their thing in the game, that's the first thing I'm like, we cussing, we not cussing what we're doing, so I know where to go. You don't have to cuss. Well, you, like you, you established, I listen, cussing is my gin and juice. That's just what I do. But I know how to turn it off, though. I know when and when not to do it. Because <laughs> yeah, it's, it's almost like it's also like I remember doing like like you know when I started doing stand up, I was just being me of what I know of you know I was I was a product of my environment. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then one day, the guy was like, "Bro, you funny as hell, man. I got this nice little bag for you, but you cuss too much." Mm, yeah. I'm like, damn. I was like, nah, bro, I can do it. But the dude saw me; he didn't have faith in me. Yeah. So I was like. I already kicked myself out the door. Like I was already out of the equation. But what made me, I kept chasing. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of people would have been like, all right, no, I kept chasing. And I'm talking about chasing within like two years. Mm-hmm. I'm chasing this person for the bag. Yeah. For two years. Da, 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 da. As I get to the, and I'm like, where you gonna be at? Oh, I bet. Mind you, I'm not getting paid to do these. I'm just like popping up. Yo, you yeah, got y'all got some time? Say less. Boom, boom. And then I got on stage and I was like, I, I forced to clean it up and I did it. And he was like, damn. And unfortunately, homeboy passed away. So, but it just taught me. And then it goes back to, you know, meeting up with Jordan. My wife was like, yeah, clean it up. People telling me like, I'm like, but I did that. But it was to the point where like, you got to believe in yourself. And no matter if you got one viewer, no matter if you got one person following you, be true to yourself. Yeah. Keep it clean. The world is yours. Guess what? Candid Kisses TV has merch. That's right. You can find it at artistperiod.com. We have everything you need. We have hoodies. We have coffee mugs. We even have throw pillows and beach towels for the summer. <laughs> Get it right. Keep it tight. Listen, everything you need to get your drip right, artistperiod.com has it for you. That's A-R-T-I-S-T-P-E-R-I-O-D.com. Get your drip right with artistperiod.com and Candid Kisses TV. Make sure you get it today. No matter how long you chased him, the one thing he did learn the message behind that is you got some clean sets now. You know how to rock it. Yeah. Out. Rock it. But, so. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That, no, that was it. It just basically just. Uh, um, but don't get it twisted. A lot of people that don't are not clean. They popping too now. I mean, yeah, it's the best of both worlds. But I tell you this: if you want more bags and more checks, you need a clean set. Of course, yeah. yeah, yeah. I want the corporate checks. I want the real checks. I don't want the like, oh, we got five hundred over here. I want the like two thousand dollar checks. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? But it just it just all based on your... for ten minutes. I can I can clean it up. Yeah, and, and it and it's all just based on really like just create content. Like yeah. that's like the biggest sauce. Just create content. Like, but create content that you're passionate about. Yeah, like like it, it's not going to bother you what nobody says. Create content that you're passionate about, because that's how people get it. Like you know what I'm saying? Once you're passionate about something, everything else comes. You know what I'm saying? But it just you got to be consistency, consistency, and cleaning it up is like the biggest sauces of everything. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Now during the um, quarantine time, everybody was kind of like, like, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do? What did you do to uh, pivot in the industry when during the quarantine time when we really couldn't do nothing? I was filming. Okay. I was filming with a small group of people. Nice. I was filming, filming, filming. You, you know what I'm saying? So, like, even, um, like, a lot of people, like I said, COVID to me was a blessing and a curse. Yeah. It was a blessing because I got to do what I love to do on a daily basis. You know, I got to buy a beautiful home. I got to, you know, provide good for my kids. So it was like a blessing. It, the curse came two years after the pandemic when I caught COVID pneumonia and I almost died. Oh, man. So it was last year, October. So I was literally on oxygen. Uh, Right now, I'm still... So when you saw me do Mm stand-up, you saw me at my worst. Wow. And you did. You you killed it. You would have never known. Nah, you saw me at my worst because if it wasn't for Jordan Jackson pushing... Because, like, literally, when he did that, is in Mall of Georgia, right? 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. So at the Mall of Georgia, the first show I did, he's like, yo, I need you to host it. I was like, bro, I was like, bro, just host it. Yeah. I panicked and I, cause I I was I was doing stand up with a mask on. Yeah. So like I I was I was still recovering from COVID. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, and then you know, I bombed and Jordan was like, damn, bro, like a host don't just be like, hey, what up, come to the stage. Because <laughs> I panicked. And right. He was like, I'm I've been doing comedy for so long. Again, I'm 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 not tooting my horn. I, I probably bombed once and because I drank too much and I was like, I stopped drinking. Uh, I was too happy, too excited. I was having bomb ass shows after shows, and then I just got drunk one night. And but bombing after COVID kind of messed me up, and I wanted to do stand up. And then you know Jordan was like, "Yo, bro, what's up? Bro, we got a show." Like, nah, I don't know Jordan. I bombed. Like, this is just messing with me, miss. Bro, I'm let's go, bro. Bomb before shoot, huh? Everybody done bomb before they ain't nothing. That's part of the the, the, the journey. Like, but remember, I'm just used to just always having good sh- Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, af- after I understood the dynamics of stand-up, like, in the beginning, I told you, I only bombed that one time I said the N-word. I said, all right, I'll never say it again. I've always got laughter. I probably got a couple of standing ovations for some shows where I was just really feeling myself. So it was like, I've never really got crickets. Mm. I never really got... The only time I had crickets... The thing that made it, because normally I don't care. Like, even if, if I don't get a laugh, the only reason I have the, like, I don't care is because I don't know the people in the audience. I would care more if I knew the audience. Because I'd be like, wait a minute, y'all my folk. Y'all supposed to laugh at this. But it's the fact that I don't know the audience that I don't really care, like, if they laugh or not. If they do, great. But the one time where I just felt like it was crooked, I acknowledged it. I was just like, yeah, so y'all have been amazingly quiet. And I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. I should have just got But either way, it's like, as long as I didn't get booed, I was cool. cool. But the crickets don't sound good either. <laughs> I'd rather get booed. <laughs> crickets is like, I say something. Right. <laughs> so, you know, but but it, it, it was just a factor of, and, and shout out to LeVar Walker too, because LeVar Walker, you know, was like, oh, all right. And then, you know, Jordan was like, yeah, we're going to take him on the road. So I went to Memphis with them at Chuckles, and I bombed the first night again. Okay. And he was like, yo, you saw me after the bomb. You saw me after the bomb. Where are you at? Where did I see you? Uh, the landing. Yeah, but you saw me after the bombing. Okay. Like, you okay. saw me, like, recovering. I'm already in mode. If I didn't have a mask on, you saw me already recover mode, but I wasn't. I, I, I'm not where I'm at now. Now I'm like, okay. I'm back to the OP, but with right. better material, better stuff, so... You know, so shout out to Jordan for that too. You know what I'm saying? So, because he was like, like you're not, nah, dog. This is this not. Nah. You we need you need get out of that, bro. You don't live in fear. Don't live Facts. like let's get it. You know what I'm saying? So, and you know, shout out to him too, man. So he's like, you know, shout out to Lavar Walker for allowing me to come on his little tour he was doing and working on his material. He allowed me to get on the stage with him, and uh, it was good. It was good, and 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 I'm, and I'm, and I'm I'm thankful to those brothers, man, because they really took me out of that. Because, you know, when, when you're in that state mode in your mind and you're like, you know, you can get depressed and be like, I'm not doing this no more because you got the fear of like, I'm popping over here and I can't do what I was, what I, what I love to do. Right. It kind of your lack of confidence. But I, again, I'm, I'm appreciative of those fellas because they was like, bro, we know you. Mm-hmm. You know, we've seen your stand up. Like, right. you know, I met Jordan. When I first came to Georgia, I remember him right before he got on tour with Country Wayne. Mm-hmm. I remember he was telling me, he was like, oh, yeah, bro, Country Wayne, believe in me, I'm about to rock with him. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I had met him when he was telling me this. And he was like, bro, where you from? I'm like, I'm from Jersey. He's from Cali. I'm like, right. bro, you funny as hell. Your stand-up is for you dope. So he was like, yeah, let's kick it. Let's do it. And let's connect. And, you know, got in a situation. Hey, whatever, whatever. What singer do? Hey, what singer do? Hey, yo, what singer do? What singer do? Hey, cuz. What singer do, cuz? Singer do is a music game that all can play. All you have to do is sing the melody of the song on the card using only the word do. Do. Same genre. Do. What? Do. Do, 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 do. Do 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 Take off my shoes and relax my feet. Get to do 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 do
but no other girl's gonna do. Order your copy today at singadoo.com. Well, that's but, why you gotta keep good people around you because that'll keep yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, 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 yeah. But you gotta have a tough skin because uh, Jordan will 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 hurt your feelings if, if you can't take a joke, okay? Well, I ain't, I ain't never seen that side of Jordan, I don't think I want to see it. No, 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 Jordan, cool. But when you know, as a comedian, you know, comedians, we we kick it, we you yeah. know, comedians yeah. kick it, we joke, we talk, and then he's coming for you. So just, if you can't yeah. take a joke, it's a wrap. Well, you, when you've been in the game a long time, you better have some. You you got some in the um in the, uh, no, what's it in the holster. You always got some in the holster. <laughs> Remember, comedians are emotional creatures. Remember that. Exactly. Very... You know, I don't know why people don't realize that just because I can tell a joke, don't mean I want you to joke on me. <laughs> like, no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We are moving on. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say this before we get to our segments. I know you got to go, but um, what was it that I was gonna ask you? It was oh, that's my favorite one. Name one of your favorite entrepreneurs and why. Favorite entrepreneurs. Damn. Oh, shoot. My mom. I know that's right. <laughs> my mama. Uh, I get the comedic side from my mama. Uh, she's a hustler. When I say a hustler, I, I mean this in all type. It's like she won't let nothing stop her. You know what I'm saying? So she came here illegally in this country. You know what I'm saying? So she's always found a way to take care of her kids. You know what I'm saying? So she did anything. And, and, and when I mean anything, I mean, you know, legal work. You know what I'm saying? She wasn't out here hoeing or nothing. You know what I'm saying? She, <laughs> she, she get straight out here. She right. was like, if I got to do this job, if I got to go wash dishes, if I got to go clean houses, if, like, right. you know what I'm saying? So she inspires me to, to, to not settle for nothing. You know what I'm saying? She is the reason why I feel like I was put on this earth to shine. And I got to mm-hmm. shine my heart. You know what I'm saying? So that's just, just she's always the one for me. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, before we get out to that little lane, we're going to say name um, something that you would tell any upcoming entertainer or entrepreneur with some words of wisdom you would give them. Uh, believe in yourself, man. Believe in yourself. Um, at the darkest hour is the best time for you to shine that light. You know what I'm saying? At your darkest moments, when you don't see no outs, you don't see nothing, you feel like you're drowning and everything is blacking up around you and you see no hope, that's the perfect time to hit that lighter and light that candle and let it beam. You know what I'm saying? So your darkest hours can be your blessings. You know what I'm saying? So don't don't give up on yourself and uh, and don't go off of other people's uh, 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 judgment of you, you know, uh, stop you from chasing your dreams. You feel me? If you feel like you could be the best carpenter, go for that shit. Mm-hmm. Who cares if they say you don't know how to add or you don't know how to read a measuring stick? Go for it. You know what I'm saying? I I come from the hood. I'm from the hood. I'm from the block. I never knew I was going to work on NASA airplanes and building them by hand. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I never expected that. You know what I'm saying? But I got put in a position and I shine my brightest when everybody was like, you can't. You, you ain't never going to that. Right. People were telling me, like, you ain't going to graduate. You building airplanes? Come on, bro. should not say. And guess what? I ended up being a supervisor and managing people underneath me. And I only been in the game for five. And they've been in there for 10, 20. But because I spoke both languages and, and I always got to it and I've read. And you know what I'm saying? So it's, it's that hustler mentality. Like, find a way. Find a way. You know what I'm saying? find that you are faster in these streets? I need to be. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right, listen, I came to Atlanta. Nobody wanted to give me a shot. Um, nobody wanted to film. So I created an outlet. Like, you got to remember, the entertainment is like a building. If you right. can't get in through the door, get in through the window. And if you can't get in through the window, look for a chimney. And if you can't find a chimney, check the back door. Or that's wait for somebody open that door and you bust your way in. And that's it. Keep going. Keep stop. Don't stop. You're talking to a person that been in this country for almost 38 years illegally. Mm. And I made it happen. I got deported three years ago. Wow. So I'm technically just starting my life. So I'm technically, I'm a three-year-old baby. You know what I'm saying? I always found ends ways to make money. Like the only yeah. difference between me and you was a social security number. That part. So 
I, I, bro, you know how many opportunities I miss, Candid? Wow. I missed a lot of opportunities because I couldn't sign a contract and I didn't have a social security and I couldn't cash a check. Mm. <laughs> I missed a lot of opportunities. But you know, made it happen, though. Oh, as soon as I got my green card, I've been on four TV shows, literally. Like, mm-hmm. like as soon as I got my green card, I, I was like, oh, the confidence. I already had the confidence. It just I didn't have the confidence enough to go and tell people, like, look, I wasn't born in this country. I'm right. technically, I just hopped over the fence. And uh, how can we make this work? How can I get paid under the table? Right. You can't talk to people like that, especially when people are serious and trying to get the bigger bags. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Now it's like social security. But I got every ID for everything. And I, I want all IDs, fishing ID, uh, truck oh, driver no, ID. Got you. What else you need? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We was forging them back in the day. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up a little paper, like, yeah, let me just write this shit. <laughs> no, let me tell you what I thought that was funny as shit. It was what? on um Instagram, the dude was like, he, I mean, it was a Mexican guy, and the guy was like, he's like, I need your ID for your, you know, he wouldn't buy some liquor or something. This dude literally had a laminated green card, like with a little sketch of his face. And we're like, <laughs> but that's what I'm talking about. Like, hey, the hell, <laughs> but, hey, that's reality to me. Like, literally, like, you got to understand, that's reality to me. A lot of people, I joked about it on stage, right? But I never spoke about it off stage. It was like, bro, you're funny, bro. Like, though, the way you come up with your stories, and like, who you, who, like, you talking about your uncle? I'm like, yeah. No, right. I, was me. I was talking about me. But you know what? That's that's what I'm learning too. When you're doing like your uh coming up with your comedy sets or whatever, the most you know the the f- funny is the relatable that relates to you because you're telling a piece of you, and that's what makes it funny. It's not necessarily like you got to have a whole bunch of oh, we got to have a knock knock joke or whatever joke. It's when it's relatable to you and you can really show them how passionate about it. That's that's when you win. But see, this, this is the thing. A lot of people don't understand comedy. A lot of people think comedy is just telling jokes. No, it's. It, there's a difference. It's a comedian mm-hmm. and a comic. Right. Comic tells jokes. Mm-hmm. Comedian tells a story. Fact. Their story brings Funny. them into his world. Mm-hmm. The stage is your is you. This is you. The yep. stage is not about the people in the audience. It's about you. That light is on you. We want to hear your story. Can we relate to you? Can right. we connect to you? Can mm-hmm. you bring us into your world? That's what a comedian does. You know what I'm saying? And when you're that, that's a gift. That's a gift. That's that's a power. That's You're bringing light and laughter to people that are struggling. You know what I'm saying? And it's all based off your struggle. You know what I'm saying? Because they can relate to what you've been to. You know what I'm saying? So that's what that is. And that's something that I love a lot. I love a lot. I, that, and but I'm very, I'm more passionate about acting. So I'm yeah. really getting into acting this year. You know what I'm saying? So it's really, like, that's what I'm at. So I really want to stamp in Atlanta, because Atlanta, I'm from Jersey, but mm-hmm. I got love for Atlanta because Atlanta blessed me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Atlanta put me on the map. Ain't nobody right. in my hometown didn't do it. Atlanta, right. Atlanta embraced me and was like, yo, you funny. Like, mm-hmm. they saw talent. They didn't see a person. They saw talent right. and now it's on a spot where I'm like, and I had to leave home to get that. It's crazy because people say, you blow up in your city and then you gotta go, nah, you blow up when you leave. That's right. Exactly. And, that's how it is. And- a friend of mine um, that I've been knowing for years, I, you might know him, uh, Vinny Pitts. I remember when he started Atlanta, he was, you know, he, he was doing okay, but he, you know, was having a lot of them bomb nights. But now he in Las Vegas killing it. Like, See? everybody know him. See? <laughs> so- See? Yeah, so there you go. Yeah, we are moving on to our little fun segments before we get out of here. First yeah. one is kiss or diss. You deciding who you kissing, who you dissing, celebrity crushes. Uh- we got Regina Hall or Holly Berry. Who you kissing? Who you dissing? I'm kissing Holly Berry. Okay. <laughs> I'm a Holly Berry fan. All right. Got Chili of TLC or Candy of Escape. Who you kissing? Who you dissing? Say that one more time. Chili of TLC or Candy of Escape. Who you kissing? Who you dissing? Chili. I'm kissing Chili. Okay. Last I don't know the other one, so. You don't know Candy of Escape? You don't know Escape? I know Escape, but I don't know the the day with it. The one that, like, basically, she got all the money. She the one that's on Real Housewives. She's on. Um... I don't watch that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Listen, I, I like to read books and, and film all day. I don't got time for TV. Okay. But I know who Chili is from TLC. You know what I'm saying? I'm really a Left Eye fan. You know what I'm saying? Okay, okay. But but Chili could get it though. <laughs> if the baby here ain't it? If the baby here. <laughs> The little side piece. <laughs> All right. Last one. 
Harriet Tubman or Mary McLeod Bethune? Who you kissing? Who you dissing? Uh, Mary Tubman because she was a gangster. Okay. I'll give about your looks. She, 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 she was running the motherfucker underground railroad. She was running some other shit. Yes, she was. <laughs> we are moving on to DAQs. That's it for dumbass questions. They're just fun, fun questions I want answers to. Uh, What's the worst job you ever had? Cleaning chimneys in a restaurant. That was. Ooh. Yeah, that was. That don't sound fun at all. <laughs> as you start at two in the morning till six at night, watch all that grease just dump. That was just. Mm. Mm-hmm. If you could roundhouse kick anyone in your past that you know personally with no consequences, who would it be? <laughs> you want me to answer this? <laughs> you can give the initials if you don't want to say their full name. <laughs> My stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't mad at you. Dumbass I feel you. I hated mine, boy. Listen. All right. What is one embarrassing moment from your childhood that you're willing to share? Embarrassing moment. Um, when I thought I was Puerto Rican. How you okay? Because me growing up, like, you know, like I was around Puerto Ricans. I didn't know I was Mexican. My stepdad was walking around with Puerto Rican flags, Puerto Rican shirts. We was at every Puerto Rican concert, and right. then one day out of nowhere. You know, my mom, like, I'm like, yo, well, why is it that you don't cook like auntie downstairs? You know, because I called the auntie. She's Puerto Rican. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, well, yeah, well, do we do different dishes. I'm like, what you mean? Like, how? We are Puerto Rican. She's like, no, dumbass, you're Mexican. <laughs> but I didn't know they were acting Puerto Rican because they were scared of getting deported. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> hey, you got to have your ways. You gotta... <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. Oh. I've been playing. I thought I was Puerto Rican. Que bonita one <laughs> I'm at the parade. I probably never been to a Mexican parade. I was always at a Puerto Rican parade. I know. Lord, I was Puerto Rican. He had a whole Honda Civic with a little, uh, little fuzzy dice and the Puerto Rican flags with the froggy Kikos on it. I thought it was Puerto Rican. You know what? You, I ain't gonna lie. That like, I you. That sounds like people would know what they race is. But I have a cousin that's Filipino and black, but she never knew. I don't know why she didn't think she was black. When I was growing up, and it was like you know, fill out your race or whatever. Because her mom's like straight Filipino, yeah. and like it took her a minute to realize she was black. But like you don't see your daddy, you didn't know. Like what? <laughs> I, I, it's, it's, people just don't know. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like shit. Name three items you would purchase to make a cashier feel uncomfortable. Oh, uh, 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 say that one more time. Say one more time. Name three items that you would purchase to make a cashier feel uncomfortable. KY jelly. Um, oh, uh, uh, damn, damn. Why is it so hard? KY jelly. Um, uh, wart removal. <laughs> okay. Accidentally touch her and shit, oh, uh, and then cough. <laughs> Man, I don't. I don't know how I'm gonna purchase a cough, but a cough syrup. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. All right, we are moving on to GMG. What grinds your gangster? Name one of your pet peeves. Oh, it's coming from my kids and my wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, Neither out of it. We straight. Okay. Hmm. All right, next one is a fan favorite, which is Opera That Thing Out. That is where you pick any song that you know at least one full verse to and you sing it in your best opera voice. I never done opera, so I was. Uh oh. About to have you out here looking like a fool. Hey, we do it on every show. Like, I mean, we all doing it. Hell, Mary, won't you come with me? Hell Mary, baby. That's how you do that thing. All right. Last but not least, we got our game, Singadoo. Now, Singadoo is a family-friendly game that all can play. It is a music game. And what you're doing is you're singing the melody of the song, but you can only use the word do. We have different genres. We have hip-hop and R&B, greatest hits, pop, billboard hits, country rock, old school TV themes and party and dance hits. So I'm going to do a couple and I'm going to see if you can guess the songs. I'm going to um, hold up some cards and let you guess and we out of here. All right, I'm going to do R&B and hip hop. You ready? Uh, do, 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 do. 
You gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> you gotta do that. I know the song. I know the song. Uh, 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 Akon um, with T Pain. It is T Pain, but uh, but okay. What's the name of the song? I'm sprung. I'm Come sprung. on. All right, let's I'm see. Sprung. Bro, this COVID messed me up. Listen, listen, I, I listen, listen. <laughs> like COVID rocked me, so please, please bear with me. And I, I love music, so this looks kind of bad. I'm gonna give you a hint on this one. This is hip hop, but I'm gonna give you a hint. It's distinct LA vibes. Okay. 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 Right, uh, Ain't no fun. The host can't have no. Yeah, there we go. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah. All right. Let's see. All right. Uh. I guess it's hip hop and R and B kind of, um, LA vibes. Uh, how's it gonna go? Oh, do 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 yeah, I know Gangsley, but I I didn't hear it in that doo doo you did. My dudes wasn't right. <laughs> your doo your doo wasn't your doo sounded like it was constipated. All right, well I'm gonna let you do a couple. I'm gonna hold up the card and then you pick what song you want to do. And once you get it, I'll put it down. I'll try to guess. You gotta lift it up, one. Lift it up. Um, okay, I got one. All right. Uh, <laughs> Spanish. Um, um, um. Loca? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. My dude wasn't right either. Uh, oh, I got one. All right, go ahead. Okay. Who let the dogs out? Oh shit. Um. Uh, oh, you got it. I got it. Uh-huh. Da 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 you had to slow it down for me to get the dude. Okay, okay. Yeah, hold on. I had to. I'm singing it and trying to do it at the same time. <laughs> that is how you play singing. Do if anybody's interested, you get a singing. That's dope. I like that. Oh. That's a dope game. Yeah, I like Appreciate that. Appreciate it. And please let everybody know how they can find you again. If you got any products oh. or any merchandise you're selling, let them know. Um, yeah, again, like you know, on Instagram, Munchies Ojefe, on Facebook, Life of Pablo, um, on YouTube, Munchies Ojefe. Um, you know, what I'm saying, follow me on all social medias and you know, holla at me if you want a Munchie shirt. Boom, right? They got you got a website for the Munchie shirt, or they just DM you. Oh, uh, they just DM me, or um, you know, they can just go to Facebook and click the link in the bio. Okay, well, that's yeah. how you do that thing, that's how you do it. Well, make sure you tune in every Monday, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on all social media platforms, Facebook, YouTube, iHeartRadio, all that good stuff. And that has been another episode of Candy Kisses TV. See yeah. you. Bye. Make sure y'all follow and rock with my girl. You heard? <laughs>